Namaste. I welcome you all. This 18th session of Guru Bodha. We have with us our Ayurveda Guru, Dr. M.B. Guru Raja sir. The first topic of the day is Methya Rasayana. So Rasayana is the anti-aging uh, and rejuvenation uh, chapter uh, in Charaka Samhita Chikistasthana. That is the treatment section of Charaka Samhita. So before uh, Master Charaka goes on to explain regarding treatment of various disorders, so he, in the first chapter itself, he explains uh, you know, how to prolong aging, uh, how to live healthily for a longer period of time. So the preventive aspects are given uh, importance there. So in that, in the Charaka Samhita Chikisasana uh, first chapter, there are four sections. In the third section of the first chapter, that is 1.3 chapter, we can say, the name of the chapter is Kara Prachatiya Rasayana Pada. In that, this shloka is beautifully mentioned. So this shloka says, Manduka Paranyaha Surasaha Prayojyaha Kshirena Yashti Madhukasya Churnam Raso Guduchyastu Samula Pushpyaha Kalkaha Prayojyaha Kalu Shankha Pushpyaha Ayuhu Pradani Amaya Nashanani Bala Agni Varna Swara Vardhanani Medhyani Chaitani Rasayanani Medhya Visheshenacha Shankha Pushpi so this explains regarding the media rasayanas which have become very famous media means to improve brain functions memory intelligence so i request dr guraja sir to uh, decipher this shloka for us and explain the meaning sir first of all uh, we should understand before going to the topic of this particularly these why these drugs have been mentioned as media and all those things we need to understand what is uh, media what is medha so when we try to understand this medhya or medha, it has a three components. One is grahana shakti, the other one is dharana shakti, and the third one is smarana shakti or smruti. So you have these three component, the dhriti and smruti. If all the three together, then only a person will have a proper type of uh, knowledge or uh, intellectual capacity or even medha, whatever we call it as. And when we understand, try to understand and look into the uh, various aspects of uh, the explanation given in uh, Ayurveda classical texts, we find that Medha is one of the Prakrita Karma of Pitta. Medha is Prabhaprasado Medha cha Prakrita Karma of Pitta. It is explained. So, similarly, while explaining the Prakrita Karma of Kapha, it is, it is said that Dhriti is one of the Prakrita karma of kapha, kapha. So then when the, these two things are there, then of course we need to understand that all those drugs which enhance pitta and kapha are definitely going to act as medya. But that is not the truth. The truth is something different. Acharya very clearly said medha or medhya is a prabhava janya karma. So very clearly it has said Medhya is a Prabhava Janya Karma. That means Medhya is due to Prabhava and we all know that Prabhava is Achintya Karma. It, it cannot be explained as such. 
how we could able to explain that a particular function of a drug is due to its rasa guna virya vipaka and so on such type of explanation could not be offered to those type of functions or the pharmacological actions brought about by a drug which falls under the category of prabhava so it is achintya in nature it cannot be systematically or scientifically explained why this is been doing like this we can say that this is a typically basic nature of the dravya or the drug it is the basic nature of the drug which is responsible for the medya function so now we come to that medya why there uh, manduk parini and estimadu and guduchi and uh, shankapushpi these type of drugs have been explained of course here acharya very clearly explained the four drugs that is uh, manduk parini are very popularly known as vandelaga uh, in karnataka and in net and everywhere in the western world and uh, technically it is a central asiatica this is a very uh, small herb and very clearly said swarasa of that drug has to be consumed whereas in case of next drug is estimadu where he says that estimadu should be the powder of estimadu should be mixed with milk to have a medya rasayana effect similarly the, the third drug is guduchi once again the swarasa of the guduchi has to be given its entire root and everything and in case of shankapushpi it is should be consumed in the form of kalka that is a paste why acharya has said this see first of all when we try to question like this we also try to understand that how the knowledge has been imparted in ayurveda in the ayurvedic classical text when we go through that information we have been provided with information by three modes one is by pratyaksha pramana the other one is by aptopadesha and third one is anuman here this particular information provided by the acharya is under the falls under the category of aptopadesha we see nowadays whenever we are in a 21st century and we are in such a state of affairs that any information if it is there i try to block it or i try to you no know, secure it under the intellectual property rights but our acharyas they are very lenient and very generous they are given a huge huge information without any cost they are given lot lot of information about these type of things and they are aptas we all know that who are aptas all those who are free from raja and tamas they are free from rajas and tamas such a person is an apta and these aptas they are given information for the benefit of the mankind so when such information has been provided for the benefit of the mankind without charging any fees for that so this is the beauty of their uh, information and the knowledge what they are given and whatever the knowledge they have shared they might have experienced a lot of failures before they come to a conclusion so in this statement also if acharya says shankapushpi is the best among these things means we need to accept it otherwise until unless we have to disprove it so if acharya says it is shankapushpi it is the best among the medya rasayanas they might have used all other options what they are available and then their pratyaksha they might have understood it and then they are giving their 
the result or the outcome in the form of statement that Shankapushpa is the best or the excellent for the person to increase the medhya of a person. So, so we need to understand in this sense that medhya function is due to prabhava and is achintya in nature which cannot be explained in as such. That's why there are plenty of drugs has been explained as medhya. Out of them, some of the drugs are Ushna in nature and some of the drugs are Shita in nature. Some of the drugs are Kadutikta Kasharasa in nature and some of the drugs are having Madurasa in nature. Some of the Vipaka is Madura, some of the Vipaka is Katu. So we, we get all sort of a wide range of drugs which all falls under the different categories. But there are two important facts we need to understand that those drugs which try to improve the pitta of a person which helps in grahana shakti and smarana shakti grasping that is learning as well as recollecting for that purpose usually all those dravyas which are little bit ushna in nature they are going to support it similarly if you want to retain the information in your brain for that purpose dharana shakti is required and that dharana shakti has been enhanced by all those which are madhuripaka dravyas or madrasa dravyas or shitavirya dravyas so we need to understand in this concept and this category that this is uh, typically medya dravyas they are not the just like any other uh, action we can explain how it is functioning which drug is doing in this way or that way no it is purely achintya shakti achintya virya and it is a purely purely Prabhavajanya, hence it is the basic nature of the drug which behaving like medhyas. Even Shishruta has given Vidanga, Chitrakamula, Apamarga and even those drugs are also as medhya. And we can even find like Kushmanda and even Suvarna, these are also medhya. There are also plenty of Vacha, Ashwagandha, Estimadu, there are plenty of drugs which have been explained and here and there in the name of medhya so it, it, it cannot be simply just because uh, one category of drugs have been uh, considered as um, medhya and no it's not like that we have a wide range of drugs which falls under each and every category it may be madurasa even tiktarasa katurasa with kashayarasa ushnavirya shitavirya lagudravya snigdhadravya pichiladravya all sort of dravyas are there but it is basically we need to understand that this is a very typically basic nature of the drug. That's why they are behaving as Medhrasayana and it is being observed by our Acharyas by Pratyaksha and now they are passed down the information as Aptopadesha. So we need to understand in that sense. The Amaya Nashanana cure. In the Sloka itself, these Mandukapani, Lukarais, Guruji and Shankapushpi, they have been explained. Ayu Pradhani means they improve the longevity. Amaya Nashanani, cure various diseases, Bala Agni, Varanaswara, Vardhanani, meaning promotes strength, skin health, voice. So these are all covering various points of Rasayana function. So these are also Rasayanas plus Medhya Rasayanas. But we do not see much use of say Mandukaparani or uh, or, or, or Shankapushpi as Rasayana. And also you mentioned that Acharya Sushruta has explained uh, Vidanga also as Rasayana. 
uh, and you know pallataka has been explained as rasayana so the concept of rasayana is very wide and not only just uh, like uh, rasadhatu promoting and nutrition rich sir it, it's like very wide with varieties of functions of course rasayana dravya has its uh, function in all the system of the body that's why it's like labopayohi shastanam rasadinam rasayanam it is the one which gives support to all sort of tissues dirghamayum rutsmruti medam aarogyam taranam vaya prabha prasado swara indriya bala varna everything oh, you just you just count it everything all comes under the purview of rasayana so the drug which is having a totally a positive effect on the body and providing support to each and every system of the body every system or shotas of the body and such a drug is rasayana in nature and of course it enhances positively all the aspects of the body and that's the reason it try to maintains the youthfulness in the body that is the reason that uh, rasayana the concept of rasayana has been developed that we need to maintain the youthful status of the body uh so these uh, this brahmi shankapushpi jyotishmati celestras paniculata jatamamsi uh, likrais or vacha ashwagandha so these uh, are you know considered as methya and these are also equally used in the treatment of uh, depression anxiety phobia mania or schizophrenia so these are also used in to improve the brain functions and also to correct pathologies related to brain and mind as well see definitely these dravyas they have a special action on manas so once again it's a big topic in ayurveda what is manas where it is situated so very clearly it is said manas is present all over the body sometimes it is said mana hrudisthitah it is present in hrudaya then comes the question where is hrudaya we have different varieties of hrudaya shiro hrudaya uro hrudaya tala hrudaya so when it comes to such a type of uh, understanding that wherever there is something as acting as a center which is receiving the information processing the information and giving it back in the form of a feedback so any center behaving that type of thing is treated as hrudaya so it may be for a blood or it may be for the vatanadi so similarly here manas is connected with the vatanadi and it is connected with the mastishka that's the reason many a times um, lot of uh, confusions are created regarding this that whether manas is present only in the brain or the we should take it as the only brain or it is not in the heart or something like that but according to ayurveda manas is present both in shiro hrudaya and uro hrudaya so we need to understand this part first second thing whenever we are uh, using you see these drugs definitely it improves the functions of that area it may be talo hrudaya or it may be uro hrudaya or it may be shiro hrudaya so definitely these drugs will going to help in those pathologies which are related to those organs not only schizophrenia or mania or disturbed things it is also even the improvement of the cerebral functions or even the grasping learning retaining the information recollecting processing and even the um, taking a decision which is right which is wrong all these processes is done by brain and these functions with the support of manas very clearly said 
Dhanendriya gives information and Karmendriya has to perform a karma. Before that, they will be always come with Ubayendriya, that is Manas, which makes the churning and understanding what should be the response and how it should be understood. All these things are done by Manas. So when a drug is capable of influencing the Manas, definitely it will be influencing the Vatanadis. So also the Vatanadi functions is basically in such a way that it is connected with the Shiras and that is uh, related with the Shiro Hrudaya. So definitely we need to understand this and accordingly we should go for it. Similarly, when the drugs like Jyotishmati, uh, drugs like even uh, Sarpaganda, Jatamamsi has been explained to be used in various uh, mental functions and diseases, definitely it has its own effect on various parts of the body. But its special effect is always on the brain or the Vatanadi functions. So definitely we need to understand this part. When the drug is capable of acting on a Vatanadi, definitely once again it is a Prabhava Janya. It cannot be considered as uh, just like any Virya Janya functions. Thank you, sir. And like Acharya has explained that, uh, you know, heart or Rudya is also explained as one of the uh, places for uh, Manas. I just came across a research which says, which largely discusses on personality changes following heart transplantation. Uh, and I also came across another point of research that 6% of people who have uh, got heart transplantation, their personality changes. So the change of heart, the you know change of personality is also kind of evident. So there lies a, a little bit correlation, of course, is a matter of research, but there lies some hints regarding you know, our heart also being a site of manas. Definitely. Uh, see, there are so many type of uh, explanations are there, but if you observe that, there are certain occasions where manas is situated in heart, which we can prove it. For example, a businessman is there, suddenly he gets a news that his factory is under fire. Then he, instead of getting uh, something like a mania, he gets a heart attack. So which very clearly suggests that where is the mind. And in the other terms, we always uh, symbolize love with the term of a heart and all those explanations. But whenever there is a love failure, we don't find any heart attack. We find the person becomes schizophrenic or maniac. So it's quite different that the way we depicting the things and actually it's happening is entirely different. So in Ayurveda, they have said means it is there in the heart and it is manas is situated in Hrudaya that it, we need to be understand that. And we, should, we need to accept that because it is a Aptopadesha Pramana. Uh, I've seen, you know, many uh, business successful people, they say that, you know, most of the decisions which come from your heart rather than the technical analysis and all. So those decisions are usually successful rather than doing just technical analysis and just going by the numbers. A coming to a few questions that have come in the chat box here. Dr. Savitri asks, uh, Sir, Guruji being hard, how can we take out the juice of it? There are many different methods of Sorasa extraction explained in detail in Sharangdara Samhita. So one is that take take the raw drug, uh, fresh drug, and use uh, is uh, extract the juice. So that is one way. And another way is take the coarse powder of it, add the eight parts of water, and uh, boil it and reduce it to half. So this is another method. 
and uh, another method is like puttapaka so out of that if the guruji is not give, yielding out juice extract probably we can take the powder of it fresh fresh powder fresh herb powder or dry powder add eight parts of water and you know, boil it and reduce it to half uh, sorry reduce it to quarter so this it's, itself is legally a form of swarasa as per sharangara samhita so uh, your comments please but the acharya charaka's explanation here in the maitrasaina um, concept it is very clear that we need to select a fresh drug and which could be able to give out swarasa very easily by just by crushing it so here juice of guduchi means we need to take the guduchi which is a very fresh and which could be able to yield the juice on crushing so the other modalities as you told it is right we can when there is an uh, we are uh, unable to procure it uh, so in the form of a fresh drug when we can go for all the other alternatives of puttapaka and all these boiling methods and get getting even uh, that type of swarasa it is also accepted technically as swarasa but uh, here actually acharya charaka's intention of saying that it is a juice it is right away fresh one and it is to you should select a guduchi of such uh, thickness which is not so hard and it is able to produce the juice it should be tender and also this our ancient acharyas they do not care about uh, difficulty of a doctor or difficulty of a, of a patient so if it is juice you go and get juice if if your guruji is not get yielding juice then find out the guruji which yields juice it's a uh, uh, do it or you know uh, you know don't don't do it So. it's it's a very typically they have mentioned means they have done so many experimentation and then only they are given out the final verdict it is not like a, you know presently when we do many experimentation on patients we have seen that many a times our calculations go wrong and ultimately when we make a conclusion then the result comes then we stick on to those type of things and we'll continue with the same thing with other thing uh, other patients also similar type of patients so this is very typically acharyas have done all these homework and then only they have given out their this information and it is been given after a lot of churning and uh, given all the keeping aside the failures they have given us only the positive yield which is going to give us the benefit so we need to understand that part of it and when they say that it is a swarasa means we need to stick on to that swarasa that's it we don't want to just dilute it by other means try to do it whatever they said aksharasa satya whatever they have said it should be stick on even to the point you should not violate it or just um, bypass it i'm going to the next question in the chat so which herbs show recovery in cerebral atrophy and also in mania i mean there are two different uh, this one let's take up cerebral atrophy although it's a you know a topic on its own uh, just your quick words and uh, remedies or treatment modality for cerebral atrophy so typically cerebral atrophy if it is occurring as per the age senile atrophy then it cannot be rectified it can only be postponed if it is a premature atrophy cerebral atrophy maybe due to some disease if the condition is that we try to analyze whether that atrophy is or uh, the what mean the band lines of uh, doshic imbalance it could be able to be rectified then the same amethyrasayanas will definitely yield the results particularly we need to improve atrophy means you just observe that 
if there is an atrophy means there is a tissue under degeneration it is going to reduce the kshaya avastha of the tissues is there so if the kshaya avastha is there then we need to go for the brumana we need to nutrient give nutrition and make it regenerative so for that purpose of regeneration we need to select such type of meddhi rasayanas like ashwagandha estimadu shathavari these will definitely will support it and of course all in the argumented with that with some of the like what you call brahmi or manduka parani these things are even jyotishmati if it is added on to that definitely it will improve the condition but in case of mania once again lot of counseling is required we need to understand and analyze the doshic imbalance in that and even we need to understand the person's basic nature of uh, his ability of uh, handling the issues and how he was previously what is his rajas and tamas so and whatever maybe his sattva whether his sattva can be enhanced by medicine or by counseling or some other means or puja or something rituals whether we can go for some sattva vajaya chikitsa whether we can go for some mani mantra chikitsa whatever the things whether the person believes in some all those things all these aspect to be taken care of just by simply giving some drug or some herb we cannot simply change the things it cannot be possible and many a times it is a complex issues and these are complex diseases and issues that require a complex protocol of treatment it doesn't basic just by putting some single herb we can alter the pathology it is not possible only thing is that regularly consuming gotukola or mandukaparni in this part of the world like south kendra and karnataka we use regularly this gotukola in the form of tambli uh, we prepare a special preparation of that with curd and all those things and that that is being used and uh, definitely it will be good and even in this part of the world we people use kushmanda in the form of uh, a particular dish Uh, it is uh, often used and this is also very good so we need to understand this thing and people consume gritha regularly gritha is also one of the meddhi rasayana thank you that's moving on to the next uh, question some of these meddhi rasayanas are also good for neuromuscular <coughs> disorders such as multiple sclerosis etc can these be given for someone who has kapha related issues as well so definitely see entire body has a lot of uh, issues there may be different type of uh, doshic involvement but we need to assess there is one typical way of um, understanding this, this is called as amshamsha kalpana we need to go for it so whenever a patient comes to us we need to list out the all the symptoms what he is quoting and then try to understand based on the lakshanas for which category this lakshana will fall whether it is due to pitta vata kapha then out of vata if it is there you try to understand whether it is due to prana vata whether it is due to udana vata whether it is due to samana vata whether it is due to apana vata then very go to specific things then accordingly go for a treatment and of course the treatment protocol is includes all sort of um, different in a different type of what you call patya patya as well as even the shodhana prakriyas and all these things are there so we need to understand basically what exactly it's happening inside analyze based on the dosha then make amshamsha kalpanas list out the lakshanas then accordingly take out the things in a neuromuscular disease or anything like that 
if it is giving you just make a list of this in that neuromuscular disease you understood that and simultaneously if a patient has something problem with the kapha somewhere else you want to add some drug for that you just you go and add some drug which is suitable at targeting it to that particular lakshanas there is no harm but these drugs that is the typicalness of ayurveda when we combine the drugs for a particular thing it doesn't harm the fun other function of the drug 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 interaction the beautiful explanation is there in ayurveda for example inside a drug itself you just observe that for example i will quote people um, people is ketrosidravya but a ketrosidravya should always increase pitta and should always be with very caution it should not be given in acidity amla pitta but people is given in amla pitta with honey the reason is people is having madhura vipaka and usually a ketrosidravya can't become a vrishya but here people is vrishya because of its madhura vipaka so it's very clear madhura vipaka of people is functioning simultaneously the katrasa people is also doing its action but when it comes to a particular question of whether vrishya should be blocked by katrasa then the katrasa won't come in the way of madhura vipaka which is yielding vrishya karma this is the beauty even though they are existing inside the same drug but different components of the drug they don't disturb one another in doing any work if it is required then they go for an synergic uh, synergistic effect but if it is a conflicting qualities then they don't come in a way of a particular function brought about by particular lakshanas i mean particular gunas so this is the beauty i explained in um, nature based on ayurvedic principles american student last term mother two years ago experiencing mild depression she also has put on a lot of weight in the last two years probably due to depression <clears throat> and experiencing hair loss uh, drop in energy levels along with sciatica uh, what would be the best major asana in this case see we, we need to assess here she is a 26 year female maybe a triggering factor is there two years ago she lost her mother and experiencing a depression but why she is putting on weight we need to understand that whether she has any issues with the thyroid whether she is suffering from any uh, endocrinal dysfunctions like a pcod or something like that so that part has to be checked up then the observe their hair loss is also there drop in energy levels enthusiasm and of course she is putting on weight maybe some strain she might have done that's a sciatica pain is there and in this condition why we need to go for a major sayana major sayana should be given just for to tackle her depression whenever there is a depression experience then along with that counseling is also important simultaneously when you are giving major sayana in this case for these depression and all the um, issues simultaneously we need to even concentrate on the part of why she is gaining weight why she is losing her hair and why there is a sciatic pain and all these should be separately handled so it's not only simply by giving major asana everything will go off no it is not there so if sciatica is there then we may have to go for assessing it whether it is simple thing or whether there is any ivdp or whether there is any disc prolapse or herniation or maybe due to or even the simple muscle strain or maybe we need to assess all these things 
then only we can use a drug simply sim cannot just when a patient comes with some lakshanas simply you give some medicine to that it is not the way of handling this case has to be taken in a very elaborate manner then only you think of adding medhi rasayana and she is already putting on weight means and if you are putting more and more rasayana dravyas be cautious that may even further worsen the condition so what type of medhi rasayana you will select that that is also very important you need to select in these type of cases katrasa pradhana dravyas not should be madurasa like right you should not select ashwagandha we should not select shatavari we should not select anything like estimadu here in this case which may not be supporting so we need to be very specific and we try to analyze first and understand the doshic involvement then you can go for it if the patient has come for some physical uh, ailment it can be irritable bowel syndrome or gastritis or headache or anything so apart from that that during the process of uh, uh, case taking if i suspect that there is some amount of stress or uh, some amount of uh, psychiatric points getting involved in the pathology i would choose a media herb and include it in the prescription so that or you know or counseling or in any of the media methods of treatment would gel well with the physical ailment treatment also sir that can be done that is the beauty of ayurveda and that is the yukti of the physician treating physician to select the drug what kind of drug combination has to be done thinking of all rasaguna virayupaka and viruddha concept and all those things keeping in mind one can select the drug no issues for example if any liver issues is there and along with that if you need methirasayana then you can go for a guduchi guduchi is both liver protective as well as methirasayana and there is a atropy something like that now you need to give a nutrition nourishing then you go for a ashwagandha estimadu both their methirasayana as well as their promotive nutritive even you can go for ravari so like that depending upon the type of tissue involved the condition is involved then along with the methirasayana if you require a brumana karma enhancing drug try to select such a drug which has been given all these functions together and which could able to capable of handling these uh, issues in a very scientific manner and which can be done when conclusively with the single drugs or few drugs only we could able to assess and address all the issues these are all the functions or the benefits that are explained for shankapushpi so it is told not only as uh, media that itself is there so it is media rasayana apart from that it is kasajit apart from that it is told as uh, you know vishahara it is useful in apasmara unmada it is told as chartihara also it is sara and it is vrushya smritipada kantida balada agnida kushtada useful in skin diseases and all so probably if a skin disease with krumi with say anidra or, uh, so in that you know, probably shankapushpi is useful so that's why you know a single herb is explained with many different functions of uh, you know affecting many different systems sir no definitely we need to understand the basic nature of the drug that's the reason i told in the beginning we need to understand the basic nature of the drug how the drug behaves still there are a lot of issues with this problem is we know that these are the textual information that this drug works in this way then comes the real issue of procuring those drugs identifying the herbs from the field collecting it personally is one issue but you cannot do every time like that you may be having a constraint of time then you may have to depend on somebody 
then they have to get it uh, right one or if you are dependent on the market then uh, your drug vendor or, um, uh, provider uh, raw drug provider should give you a right kind of drug that that you should be able to identify it then it is a big issue whether the that the drug which is given in the form of a dry thing whether it contains its uh, real virata present in that or not that has to be understood sometimes like the, those which are having some volatile property or something like that they will be extracted and then it is the things will be given to the market there are lot lot of issues are there to understand and you know uh, to cope up with that better as far as possible try to get it personally of course not all the drugs can be collected from your own places where we are staying sometimes we need to depend on market we need to understand and uh, depend on reliable resources and the sources for the drugs so if you identify and understand the drugs in their totality then we have a liberty of and a scope for where which can be used i also remember uh, vaidya subhash sharma from delhi he says that uh, ayurveda doctors should have a regular practice of visiting the local bazaar local vegetable market to you know pick and choose uh, varieties of uh, different herbs that are there uh, so that a combination can be made especially uh, addressing the patya and all so it's not just selecting medicines uh, readily available in the market so the raw herbs uh, locally grown vegetables we should be having knowledge of many different things not only even uh, see locally available vegetable when it comes to such things i usually go to market and i observe previously few years back we used to get a type of beans now in market we have single beans double beans ring beans french beans there are multiple things when a new thing uh, some agro technic and uh, some agronomist has come out with a new uh, hybridization and something which yields more people have grown and it has come to market and it has been pushed and we are forced to consume them as a locally available vegetable then comes the issue or question where to keep it under the ayurvedic category whether that is what the ayurveda says said kulatha whether it should be as um, kept in uh, arhar or where it is to be kept mudga or vanamudga or something like that so we need to understand because the ayurveda has given some explanation regarding these drugs and new new drugs has been that that's what the avyakta dravya has been added and the such type of avyakta dravyas we need to update ourselves and we need to keep them in category of particular type of thing whether it is vatavardaka whether it is kapavardaka whether it is pittavardaka like that we need to assess and keep it in kept and category then we need we, we can give a uh, very clearly we can give out the information to our patient otherwise it will be very difficult when a patient questions that whether it can be taken or not or how long it should be taken or whether it should be taken with this combination or that combination then doctor will be at risk of answering what to answer what not to answer so it should be very updated every now and then we need to go to visit to the market we need to select the drugs as well as the herbs vegetables and a lot more things for an ayurvedic physician that's why ayurvedic physician or practicing ayurveda is not so easy we need to have a lot lot of uh, issues it is not just something that we have some uh, ready product available market we just give a prescription and the things will happen no it is not like that moving on the question is kindly advice uh, for the laboratory report says 
ischemia changes and related complications in MRI brain. Just your thoughts on this, sir. So definitely, if there is an ischemia and patient is still able to survive means there are already alternative channels which are opened up. That's why he is surviving. So our intention here is to improve the blood circulation. So we need to go for a Pramathi Dravyas. So all those Pramathi Dravyas in our list is Vacha and Maricha. Then comes Amlarasa Dravyas because it is said Amlaraso Hrudhyana. And we have seen even many a times Amlarasa if it is put into mix with blood. Blood doesn't get clotted. So that's why Amlarasa Hrudhyanam. So we need to understand that there is some Amlarasa Dravyas and Maricha and Vacha and such type of drugs are to be taken. Then we have another list of drugs like Lekhaniya Dravyas explained in Charaka. So these things are taken and make a combination. And these Dravyas like Chitraka, even Musta, these drugs can also be used even Pushkaramula, they help to open up the channels and shrotuses, thereby improves the circulation. So if uh, ischemia is there and patient is able still surviving means there is some alternative vasta already it is there, that's why he is surviving. So but anyhow in order to improve the conditions or the blood circulation, we have these things at our disposal that is Pramati Dravyas, Amdarasa Dravyas and Lekhaniya Dravyas. And also if there is already ischemia, so some part of the brain will be deprived of resources. So some amount of uh, brain nourishing herbs might also help, sir? Definitely it will help, but uh, we need to understand that uh, since uh, how long this issue is with, whether it is a fresh case of uh, ischemia or um, uh, some problem with the heart, I mean, um, yesterday was normal, today morning he developed and went for a MRA brain or something like that. So all these things, whether it is old, sir, it is from the last six months, then it is already damaged, is damaged. So we need to understand whether it is a fresh one or an old one. If it is a fresh one, a fast action should be done to retain the things. Otherwise, the things will slowly deteriorate. Particularly those areas of brain which is deprived of circulation, definitely there will be hampering. But a person is having a mild issues with neurological things has secondary to ischemia in the brain but he could still able to do the things means his um, um, brain function is being retained by alternative channels that we need to understand but to support the main channel we need to go for the opening up of these uh, blocked areas and to improve the circulation so at our disposal we have pramati dravyas and amlarasa dravyas and lekhaniya dravyas moving on so when using juice of goat cola how much use, I mean, how much dose is given on a daily basis? Would it be helpful for people with Alzheimer's or dementia? See, uh, because it's a gotukola is not a, you know, which can fall under the category of, uh, what do you call, nutraceutical. We can say, say it as nutraceutical. How much ghee can be consumed by a person? It is uh, depending upon one's capacity to digest it. Similarly, if a person is able to consume gotukola, how much he can consume? It is up to his capacity to digest. But as a drug, how much it can be? See, same gotukola, we use it in the form of tambali, what I said in the preparation. A lot of things, we eat it with rice and mix it and eat it. And there is no question of any dosage you have been calculated here. It is used as a, as a food. 
So once which is used as a food, I don't think so it is going to cause you any trouble or it might going to cause you any problems. So don't worry about consuming goat cola in some tolas or something like that or measuring and eating. You can go it in a quite a good uh, dosage, nothing to worry. But singly, if it is taken as it is, as uh, you know, uh, swarasa and all those things, restrict to 10 ml because it is tikta in nature, taste wise. And of course, you are not uh, suggested what is the age of the patient. So as out of just um, deadline, I mean, uh, um, higher end of the dosage, I am giving you 10 ml. Swarasa, that will be fine. If a person is of uh, Medhasri Purusha and very strong personality with 100 kilos of body weight or something like that, then you can increase the dosage. No issues. Yes, sir. As Sharangara Sameta has mentioned, out of uh, the Panchavida Kashaya Kalpanas, Swarasa, Kwata, Hima, Fanta, and Kalka, Swarasa is the heaviest. It's uh, more guru. So, Tanamil, uh, you know, makes so much sense there. Thank you so much. Sir. So I just want to touch uh, base upon this uh, patient referral thing. Uh, so the, my questions to you, Guruji sir, is: Is it the right decision to refer when we think that you know patient will be better handled in a higher center? How to write the referral letter? What are the points to cover? What are the common mistakes that we that we generally do to avoid it? And is it a matter of shame that we are not able to handle the patient and we are referring? And what to tell to the patient while we are referring? Can you please elaborate on this point? See, it's a very important thing. If in a right time, if a patient is referred to a right place or a higher center, definitely the person will survive. The patient will survive. So we need to assess and understand whom to refer, where to refer. We should not feel a shy or shameful while referring, it is not a matter of uh, shame. It is a right kind of decision that you are referring the patient to a higher center because he needs or she needs a better management or institutional care or something like that as a higher center where they are handled such cases on a periodically on a daily basis. So when such a matter is there, then we need to send to the those type of things. So usually we send uh, refer the patient only two things. We send the patient if the patient requires uh, such type of uh, treatment which can be handled or done at the higher centers or institutional care for that purposes. Second thing, we will refer the patient to a doctor of particular nature because he has handled such type of cases previously and we know that yes, he is handling those type of cases and he, is, he can handle them better manner. So in those two conditions, we usually refer the patient to higher centers or better doctors. Second thing, while referring the patient, what we are supposed to write, just refer while writing, basic information has to be there like patient name, age and so and so suffering from what the initially what we have understood or identified in the patient is suffering from so and so condition he requires a special care or emergency basis management that's why i am referring the patient for you for the further management and your opinion so like even like that we have to uh, write it's a simple methodology of writing it we don't want to even write all the information whatever we have a lengthy postcard it is not required simple what the patient name age and what you suspect that he is suffering from with that reference 
and your how why you are forwarding it and referring it that can be uh, very uh, right kind of referring a patient to the higher center then mistakes many times when we write uh, referring letters in that we will also try to give out our uh, findings sometimes that findings may be a wrong finding or maybe sometimes we write some diagnosis that diagnosis may also be wrong then that's what we are supposed to write there that is this person so and so xyz is aged about so and so is suffering from this this things and i suspect a probable diagnosis of particular disease name then that's why i'm sending this person to you referring this patient to you for better management and higher your opinion and better management so like that if you send the patient to a higher center that will be wonderful and especially uh, when the patient's life is at uh, stake that uh, you know say you are suspecting a case of ischemia or ongoing heart attack and all so, so rather than just uh, uh, speculating on your own and trying your own remedies because higher center care is very much required there uh, and along with that some investigations are to be done to find out really what is happening so there better to refer and you know in a bigger hospital they will they'll be having both the diagnosis part and the you know the surgeons and other cardiologists will be there so sometimes these referrals can be life saving so we should be you know open to refer definitely we should be open to refer we should not feel shamed while referring because many times ayurveda very clearly said vaidya samuha nissamshekarana there will be vaidya samuha people will be there be uh, four doctors seven doctors a team will be attending on the case so if you refer to that and there will be people to take care of the things so um, we should not feel uh, ashamed or something like that while referring uh, referring is an art if you re- refer the patient in a right time in a right place then it will going to uh, help the patient in the way he can uh, be sustained and he can be allowed i mean uh, his life will be at stake and uh, re- referring the patient in a right time may even save his life so we need to be very clear in these things referring it should not be any no we should not feel bad or something like that, that i am unable to diagnose or i am unable to treat this condition why should i refer and uh, what is this no no such issues first and most primary primary importance for a physician is to sustain the life of a patient that is very very important if life is at risk we should be very fast and free in action i should be swift in action and so that the patient life is sustained or uh, survive and sometimes we get into we ayurveda practitioners may get into trouble because we did not refer a case in the right time you know the something may go wrong and a patient may go, go into cardiac arrest and i, I remember as my memory is serving you only told this on that you know patient came and his ecg was getting taken and you know the patient was from village side and ecg was coming and it suddenly it stopped so patient died while the ecg was taking and the patient's you know, relatives came take us they started thinking that probably the patient died because of some current was given to the heart and that's that's your mistake this kind of serious complications are you know unexpected the situations are better handled in a big institution rather than a a, a rookie ayurveda doctor sitting in a small clinic definitely see we in our clinics will be having handled by single doctor clinics so single doctor clinic will always be having some pressures which cannot be handling these type of things 
So better this type of thing should be I refer to higher center where there is a group of doctors are there, they can handle it very better manner. So we should be very clear in the certain things while referring. And of course, surviving of a patient purely depends on the fate of the patient. For your kind information, one of the patient came to me with a chest pain few years back. After going through his uh, history, I was very much convinced that he is having ischemia. Then straight away I referred him, go to this particular hospital, get ECG done and if it is required, get admitted because it's emergency. He was not interested in that. He went home. In the night, he called once again, there is a chest pain, vomiting is there. Then I said, why you are gone to home? I said, to go to hospital. He said, tomorrow morning I will go to hospital. Then morning, somehow he survived till morning and he came in the morning to the hospital where the, he has been uh, thoroughly examined and they said it is anterior, uh, some coronary artery was blocked and he needs to go for angiography immediately. Angioplasty has to be done and he need to get admitted. He was not ready to get admitted. He came back to me. Then I have gone through all these things. This is very important. You just go and get admitted. These things to be done. Otherwise, it will, your life is at risk. Then he said, money is the issue. Then once again, he stayed for another day without taking any medication. Then I, I scolded him on the third day. What you are doing? Nonsense. Yeah, otherwise, then you will be at risk. Then I explained the information to his wife. Then they, they all they took him to hospital, a big hospital, where he has been subjected for uh, angioplasty and all these things. Later he survived. See, in this occasion, if you were Hanebarha, what do you call that? The fate line is so strong that he can survive. Then the person who has treated they said, I don't know how this fellow has survived three days without any medication. So it is purely how our life is going to be. Uh, maybe with all facilities are there, suddenly something goes wrong like Puneet Rajkumar. You can't do it. We got everything. He got everything, but he could not do it. But this fellow, even though there was a problem, he continued to survive for three days and then ultimately landed in right hand and when operated and everything and now he still is surviving. If you want to survive means your life is there, are you is there, definitely it will be there. And if you are having a bad patch in that, then definitely even a good doctor, a good medicine, a good hospital won't make you the person to survive. Rightly said, even I have seen the great uh, Dr. Devi Prasad Shetty stressing on this point. So he being, you know, probably number one cardiologist, cardiac surgeon in Asia, if not just India. So he says, he meditates he does does yoga and he reads uh, you know uh, you know religious scriptures like bhagavad gita and all to keep the mind uh, you know mind in a stoic manner because he has seen you know uh, almost bedridden and dying cardiac patient surviving and a very healthy looking patient after surgery he dies so nothing is in our hands in a, to take it to a little spiritual level you know it, it's all we are just the tools uh, serving uh, divine purposes. Many a times it so happens, it's very unexplainable. It's very difficult to explain why it's happening so. But Ayurveda has very clearly said Shoka, Bhaya, Kopa, Tapa and all these things will definitely going to cause damage to heart. So if you want to keep your heart pure, always be smooth 
always be healthy and try to laugh and uh, you know avoid all shoka bhaya and such type of chinta type of things so keep yourself in a positive vibrations that will be always good miss victoria has raised her hand uh, please go ahead miss victoria uh, ji krudev vaidya ji i just wanted to understand because you mentioned before about uh, counseling that it's necessary for depression and etc i want to understand the vedic principles of counseling that beside a sattvic diet lifestyle exercise and and uh, behavioral rasayanas what else goes under the counseling vedic counseling what else do you do with this patient counseling is a very important aspect because we need to understand what the life is or we we need to make the patient to understand what the life is many times these patients have their own understanding that life is something bigger than that we need to explain them and we need to tell them that what you are the unnecessary negative vibrations you are taking into your brain that has to be kept out of the purview so when we do we could able to do that one that is the part of it and counseling definitely will increase the sattva of a person so our uh, ayurveda also very clearly has said sattva vajaya chikitsa it is said to increase the sattva of a person when a person's sattva is increased definitely he will be proportionately suppressing tamas and rajas so that is better to increase the sattva of a person so but the means how you do it beside the diet lifestyle exercise and then is the behavioral rasayanas which you use them for counseling on what is the principles what do you actually do in a counseling session now we do it in a counseling session usually we sit to one to one to with the patient along with the patient attendant then uh, we go for uh, something like question and answering and uh, we try to show them some videos or some some um, words or something like that or uh, discourse with them all these things will definitely will improve and we try to uh, analyze by talking to them and what they feel accordingly we try to go for that of course it's a, something like a feedback mechanism what they are giving out accordingly we will design our words and our sentences what should be communicated in order to enhance the sattva of the person so just trying to cultivate the opposite that if they are negative we trying to inspire them for positive view yes definitely